The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Welcome back to another episode of Literally Nobody Cares. I am your host, Sam Mangan. Hello. Oh, we never really did that on this episode, on this show, I should say, but you know, whatever. Probably because no one gives a fuck. Anyway, welcome to another episode. We're recording from a different location in my home today, which is a bit of fun. Um, I'm recording video yet again. Um, the last episode we recorded, which was not last week because I missed it. I don't hear about it. Don't DM me. Uh, I also did video, but I didn't actually have anywhere to put it. So... <laughs> I don't really know. Do you know what I mean? Like, should I put it on something? Should I not put it on something? I don't know. Do people want to consume the podcast? Though? I don't really know. Anywho, um, new location in the house. If you are watching this on whatever we decide to put it on, if we do, um, this is my living room. Hi, how are you? ISO life, not in the studio. So, uh, I guess, you know, a bit of a life update on the ISO situation. I am continuing. Look, we had a little bit of a hello, during Easter, I was eating things. Not going to apologize for that, but like, who doesn't love an egg? So that occurred, um, but we're back on major ISO life. We are back on daily workouts, bike rides, lower carb options, etc., etc. It's all happening. Um, I just feel like it's a good time. My work is actually starting to ramp back up again. Um, we have just got a load of things that have just sort of full frontal attack on us, if you will. Um, and so we are just, yeah, just getting all of that sort of stuff done. We have a lot of clients who've got a lot of uh, varied work because of COVID. So, oh, it's just all occurring. I'm having a really great day today, though. I actually had someone DM me the other day and they um, messaged and basically said, you know, I'm terrified of now as I watch because like I can see this recording me, obviously. Um, there was that video that was on something the other day. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was TikTok. I don't even know. Um, but it was on something. And someone recorded their video. And apparently in the background, people saw like a person poking their head like inside their house. But it wasn't like the person didn't know who it was um, and didn't realize. And they were just recording their video. And people were like, hi, there's someone in your home that's not supposed to be there. Um, so now I'm just like looking at my, because I'm like recording out my back doors. Like someone could be there. Um, anyway, that's not what the point of that story was. Um, I actually don't know where I was going now. I've completely forgotten. And I have no producer here to help me. So, um, oh yeah, I had someone DM me the other day. Um, obviously everyone who follows me and all the podcast listeners in particular are tens, uh, absolute tens. Um, you're all doing the people's work. I am doing the Lord's work, of course, but, um, you know, that is what it is. So, uh, someone messaged me and said, Hey, uh, I just want to check in on you and see if you're okay. And this is not someone I know personally, but you know, it's basically my family cause you know, you're in the group. Um, and so I was like, I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully good. Can I help you? Uh, and they were like, you just seem very alone on your Instagram and very sad all the time. Now, I wasn't aware of this. Um, I don't know if you guys share that thought process. Can confirm I'm not sad. Can confirm that I'm not alone. Um, <laughs> well, well, I'm single, but uh, I'm not alone. Uh, I am not, you know, I live with someone and, uh, you know, my oldest friend in the world, my closest friend in the world, I should say. Um, and so, you know, very rarely am I alone. Uh, I'm living my best life. I am, you know, able to be doing things that I would normally never have focused on, like bike riding every day and, you know, making sure I'm working out every day and I'm eating better and I'm getting in the kitchen and I'm cooking and I'm having, like, I'm living my absolute best life. Um, 
also fully aware of the fact that some people are going through a horrible time right now. So I'm not saying that, you know, in the context of that, but I did receive this DM. Um, and then what was really bizarre was the very next day, someone else messaged me and said, do you have people around you during isolation? <laughs> because evidently I'm a vain motherfucker and my whole Instagram is just photos of me. Hi, how are you? Um, and so people must just think that I have nothing else going on, but just myself. Um, that's not the case. Uh, there's, I have the most incredible people around me. Um, you know, I see my family pretty much every single day cause we also work together. Um, so I'm, I see my family constantly. I have a ton of amazing friends around me. Um, I have a lot of people around me. I am very, very fortunate. I am also, you know, living out my ISO fantasy. So I'm good. But super appreciate people checking in on me. Um, that's very, very kind of you, but I am good. Um, I have a couple of questions that some people have sent through that I thought that I would answer. But firstly, let's get on to something far more pertinent, far more important, far more serious, if you will. Um, Cadbury marble is on shelves. Okay, we've discussed it very briefly on this podcast. The group is aware of my love for it. I think Instagram should be fully aware of it too. But I am obsessed with Cadbury Marble. Eight years ago, it was taken off the shelves. It was a uh, disastrous and despicable move. But um, the people at Cadbury really sat down and thought hard about that decision. They've decided to bring it back. So it's now on shelves. Like Literally, you could just be in the car right now listening to me on the way to purchase Marble. And it is so good. Oh, my God. I mean, it was eight years ago, and I have a pretty bad memory. But what I will say is this. It tastes exactly like I remember. It is just happiness in a little packet, you know? And, like, I'm not saying you can think happiness is found in the packet of Canberra. No, I'm just saying it's happiness, right? It's just get in there immediately. So that's fabulous. If you haven't purchased, I need you to just reconsider. What's even more fabulous about the situation, they have decided to work with me to assist in letting the public know that Marble has come out. I am collabing with Cadbury. Hello. I mean, Bunnings Warehouse, eat your heart out. You know, Cadbury got in first, and it's far more on brand, if I'm honest. I mean, let's be serious. Couldn't put together a table if my life depended on it. Construction, Sam, different. I personally couldn't put a table together to save my life. But let me tell you a story. I can break down the finer notes of marble, the praline. You're also tasting on the front of your nose. You're tasting just right on the tippy tongue, right there, tippy, tippy tongue. You've got like dream, but then the creaminess sensation of the praline just comes into your mouth and it's just, oh, wow. The flavor is something to behold. Let me tell you, because it's, you know, you've got the dairy milk, you've got the dream. That's a swirl moment. But then the praline's inside. Some pieces are more dream. Some people are more Cadbury dairy milk. Oh my God, I can't even breathe. So uh, if you haven't had any of that, um, it's because you're not cool. Um, not to, you know, be clear, but you're not. So you should purchase that immediately. I presume it's an everywhere that has a brain, like if they're not stocking it, dear Lord, clothes. Um, but it is truly fabulous. You need to get out and try that. I'd like to see some photos, pop them in the group, tag me on Instagram, whatever. But if you've purchased it, I want to see it. Okay, I want to know about it. I want to know that you've purchased it. And don't purchase one block. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Once you finish the first one, what happens? You know? Anyway. So Cadbury approached me and they were like, hi, uh, pff, who else? And I was like, I don't actually even know, but I'm glad that we're here. So that was great. Um, so I'm working with them on Instagram just to let people know the information, you know what I mean? Um, it's been interesting because obviously, um, you know, Cadbury is like a really respected, really amazing, historic icon um, that, you know, speaks to everyone. I mean, it speaks to our heart really, but it speaks to everybody. You know, it doesn't matter how old, how young, how whatever. 
Um, whereas my personal brand is a little bit more um, offensive on mass. Um, so it's more for a very specific group of people um, who know how to take a joke. So uh, I had to really just think that through when I was recording the goddamn. But that's okay. The good people over at Cabaret have a great sense of humor and they're fabulous. So that was okay. Um, but yeah, you'll see more of that content coming out because hello. I am now the face of Marvel. Um, they're probably going to ask me to delete that now, let's be honest. But um, anyway, whatever. They, you know, they're partnering with my Instagram, not my podcast, so whatever. So anywho, um, you know, we're just living our best lives because because Marvel's out. Uh, I'm living my ISO life. They really came for my diet, though. Um, I was eating really good. And then, um, you know, yeah, that that sort of... It really came for me because I was just, you know, lower carb, fitness, health. I am health. I am bike riding. I am outdoors. I am fresh air. I am greenery. And now I've become, um, I am couch. I am Cadbury. I am movies. I am Netflix. Do you know what I mean? So I just had to really like, whoa, bring it back to the middle. So now we're um, back on track. But um, can confirm Marvel tastes amazing. So get on board. So anyway, um, I have some questions people have sent in that we can sort of go over. I'm just trying to think of like what else is happening in the world, like what's going on. The COVID thing is a whole situation. Um, Watched that new TV show on Netflix the other day, Too Hot to Handle, I believe is what it's called. Um, I'm not going to lie about it, bad editing. Okay, hi Netflix, how are you? Give me a call, happy to help. Eight episodes? They were in there for a month. I feel like you had more than eight episodes in you. I feel like you could have churned out 10 to 12. Um, is my personal feeling. Uh, I feel like you went uh, light adjacent. And I also didn't really understand what I was watching. Because for a bit of there, it was like, it's really sexual adjacent. You know, no one can touch, no one can kiss. So if you don't know what the show is, it's basically like they put, I don't even know how many people, 10 people. I'm bad with the detail, guys. Everyone knows this. They put like 10-ish people into a, uh, you know, a, a villa, if you will, like a, a large compound in Mexico. And they've all been sort of handpicked from other locations where kind of, you know, some of them are uh, from other TV shows and whatnot, but they're obviously very, you know, highly sexually charged people. Uh, likelihood that they would sleep with each other, uh, the other contestants. So then the twist of the show is that you actually can't sleep with anyone, kiss anyone, do anything nefarious of that nature. Um, and so that then is kind of the crux of the show is that it's, you know, whether people will comply or they won't comply. If you kiss anyone or have sex with anyone or whatever else, you lose money off the prize money. Okay. So like, let's start from there. You didn't know you were getting prize money when you went into the show, I'm presuming. Like you didn't think you were going on the prices right. It wasn't a game show. You went on like a reality TV show. So the money was a bonus. So personally, I'd be like, who gives a fuck? And it was a hundred grand. Like I get that a hundred grand is a lot of money, but like, it's a hundred grand that you could possibly win. It like you're not guaranteed you're the person that's going to win it. So I feel like, what even? Why would you bother? Uh, and I feel like they're all really prissy about it. And I also think Netflix should have gone higher. They should have gone a million dollars and then made the fines larger. Do you know what I mean? That I think that would have been more interesting. I think a hundred thousand dollars just seemed like blah. I feel like when people, if it was a million and you started stuffing that up, people would have been like, "Are you joking?" Um, anyway, so not to like ruin the storyline or whatever, but I think it was three grand for a kiss. Um, 20,000 for a bit of oral action, um, a bit of a blow and go. And, um, it was a 60, no, was it? Oh no, I got that wrong. It was 3,000 for a kiss. It was 6,000 for a blowy and 20,000 for sex. And I mean, (laughs) not that when you're having these discussions with the, uh, with your prospective partner, but I would think that if you're going to invest three in a kiss, why not go invest six? Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, that's just me. Um, so anywho, 
that's kind of the premise of the show. So I thought I was really interested. I don't really, this, this kind of show's not really my vibe, but like I don't watch Love Island, I don't watch any of those things. I kind of thought that it was going to go down like a really fun sexual vibe where they're going to try and like trap people and really like, you know, make it really hard for them not to, you know, I thought that's what it was going to go. I thought it was going to be fun. But um, it kind of ended up being like, all of a sudden like a find yourself spiritual journey but then it was sexual but then it was a find yourself spiritual journey i couldn't really keep up with where it was going at one stage they were painting themselves with mud the men and then one of them was crying because he had to like look into the other guy's eyes and i was like i don't what's am i missing something it was weird as fuck okay that's all i'm saying um i just didn't really get where it was going so then there's this one guy in there who he thinks he's literally the game changer he's this huge dude uh you know muscly whatever and he was just like, oh, you know, I have my own gravitational pull. People just come in. Oh. You have what I would call um, like gonorrhea vibes. Like, get the fuck away from me. You're disgusting, firstly. But secondly, I just don't feel like you have your own anything. Maybe you live in some small town where there's no one else. And so women are throwing themselves at you. But like... In a national TV context, um, you're a bit of a dick. And also, like, get a razor. You need to shave. Um, and also, like, shave off some of your attitude because mm, I'm not about it. He was like, no one to spend any money. Like, it's you've got to, you know, keep the money. That's whatever. He was just annoying as fuck. No one do anything because we don't want to lose any money. And then, like, the hottest babe on the show, Francesca, quite the name, she uh, was in the spa or the pool or, like, whatever. How cliche was in one of those locations and was like, kiss me, fuck the rules. And he was like, no, nah, I can't. Can't spend three grand of the money. Oh, come on. Three grand to start with. But secondly, what dick, who cares? You weren't there for the money. You were there for the desperation of fame, clearly. You know what I mean? Like, we all know why you went on. Some people got married at first sight and they're like, oh, I'm here to find love. You're here to find Instagram followers and hopefully an endorsement deal after this. Huh? Newsflash, you won't get one. Oh, 15 minutes, bye. Anyway, so... I, um, that show was weird to me. There's a guy on there named Harry, and I know Harry. Um, he's from Australia. Really, really lovely guy. Smart as all hell. Went on there, created a whole brand situation and a vibe, um, and ultimately has come out of it with all the Instagram followers and all the notoriety because he wasn't boring as a fucking brick. A slab of brick, a slab of wood. It didn't really matter. Everyone on there was boring AF. I can't even breathe. Only him and that Francesca girl. Maybe the psycho who got booted after two minutes. I don't really know. But um, And also, like, what sort of a TV show boots a psycho? This could be great television. Hello? Anyway, the whole thing was very, very strange to me. I feel like maybe round two will be better. I think that maybe round one was mediocre. But, um, you know, if you're bored, worth a watch. ISO Life. What else is going on? So I watched that. I'm back watching The Blacklist at the moment. I'm a huge rewatcher, which everyone who um, follows me will know. I'm not much with the new shows. I'm big on the rewatch. So I'm rewatching The Blacklist at the moment. I actually don't think I saw the last few seasons. So I'm watching that. Um, yeah, that's kind of really my world at the moment. A couple of questions I'm being asked. I'm getting really hammered. I mean, so we did the episode two weeks ago and that episode sort of very much touched on and spoke about dating apps and my experience on dating apps, etc. I'm getting a lot of questions about the dating app scenario. Um, I said maybe there'd be a part two. There will not be a part two. Um, there is not a part two because that world is what even is going on, okay? Like, it's not for me. Um, it's a very, very strange world, but that's okay. Um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I think also, because I spoke about it on the podcast, that's obviously then kicked off a whole different vibe. I'm now getting a lot of 
randoms DMing me on Instagram, which is a whole different vibe also. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. But anyway, uh, we'll leave that where it is. Um, needless to say, I will leave that with, I am no longer on any dating apps of any form. Um, full stop. I no longer need to be on them. So that's, I'm not on there anymore. So, you know, don't, you know, if you're looking for me or you, you want questions and I, I can't help you, I'm not on there. Um, other than that, there's not really a great deal happening in my world, to be honest with you. Um, it's pretty low key. What I want to talk about, I guess, for just a little hot minute here is, oh, did everyone see that little like music live moment thing where all the artists like got together and whatever else? Yeah, no one gives a fuck. Celine closed out the show because why the fuck wouldn't she? Do you know what I mean? It's like Cadbury calling me. Of course, Celine closed the show. Hello. Um, stunning. The Prayer, Andrea Bocelli, Celine Dion. I feel like John Legend was fine, but I don't feel like that was his strongest work. Um, and Lady Gaga. You know, she's obviously always a 10, but, you know, I, I was just a little bit like, oh, I don't think you should be singing over Celine. But um, anyway, you really need to watch it with the video too, because I feel like Celine, she, she pulls back from the mic, she throws her head back, the vocals. It's, it's real experience, not just audio. You need kind of all of it. Um, have been doing a lot of YouTubing, let me tell you. Uh, you know, just getting really deep. Um, if you're looking for a right laugh, if you're having a day and you're just sort of like, today's a sad day, I'm not feeling it today. It's been rough, it's been hard, it's been a no. Um, and we all have those days, don't worry about that. But um, if you would like to just elevate yourself immediately out, um, you can do that via YouTube. Um, pop to YouTube, search yourself up a little Sharon Osbourne, I don't know if it's America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent, I think it's America's Got whatever. Sharon Osbourne laughing, America's Got Talent. Um, and just have a watch, okay? Because you will immediately be in a better mood. You will immediately be laughing along with her. Um, I feel as though she is fabulous. I feel as though we need to petition someone. I, I've never, I've never launched this before, but maybe I need to. I feel as though I need to be a judge on a show. <laughs> I feel as though that is my calling in life. I feel as though um, people could never and they wouldn't see it coming. And if people think they know what the Lord's work is, I'll wait till I turn up. Do you know what I mean? I think if I went on one of these talent shows, um, things would get real. I was watching a TV show the other day and it was called House Rules maybe where they did the Focus Apartment on the Gold Coast. My level of memory recall today is to be fucking admired, okay? Because usually I can't remember anything. Um, anyway, they renovated the Focus Apartment on the Gold Coast. It was like the penthouse maybe. Um, and it was supposed to be like Miami vibes and it was um, tacky vibes, and it was filthy vibes, and it was disgusting poor person vibes. Um, and it was the most disgusting, foul attempt at a renovation I have ever seen in my entire life. So that was really disappointing. Um, but I feel as though then what happened was Kylie Clark's a judge. Um, I don't really know Kylie Clark. I don't really know much about Kylie Clark. Um, I don't think she should be on that show, though. Uh, keep in mind, I probably watched it for 20 minutes. I didn't really watch it for very long, but... For the 20 minutes that I watched, mm, I think maybe she's a little bit vanilla for me, you know, and not vanilla bean, which can be really a potent, powerful flavor. Madagascan vanilla bean, you know, something really strong through there, which I quite enjoy. It's none of that. She was just a straight up vanilla home brand, has been left in the freezer for too long. It's got that freezer burn on top. She's vanilla ice cream that's with freezer burn, you know? She didn't have a lot to say. I would have been like, hi, this is positively foul. Um, I would rather live in a dumpster than what you've designed here. Uh, and to be fair, I could do more with a dumpster, even just with the contents. 
in terms of renovation. What you have achieved there is um, foul. So maybe you should never design again. Maybe you should have your eyes gouged out because if you feel this is appropriate, you know, I would have just gone in. Um, I also feel like we should discuss about the change in what we're allowed to do these days. So you'll all remember, I hope, Australian Idol, Circa, Dicko, Ian Dixon, and Kyle Sanderlands. The fact that these names are coming to me right now is a, is a fucking marvel. If you're listening to this and you know me personally, you are blown away that all this is coming to me. You'd think I've written it down and I haven't. Um, Ian Dick, Dickinson uh, and Kyle Sanderlands, when they were on Australian Idol... I just feel like they were the days. You know, when someone turned up and was like, you're a fucking terrible singer. You need to tell your mum to stop lying to you. You need to get a new wardrobe and you need to fight, buy a mirror, okay? Even a spoon that you just have to, you know, really manoeuvre will do. A shiny surface, if you will. But you can't be wearing that in public. Do you know what I'm saying? That should be my, like, you know that Joan River show, Fashion Police? I feel like I should just do that, but like on the street randomly. Anyway, so that's kind of where I feel like my calling is. Like, if I really just went for it, I could just go and, you know, I, I'm not sure. Home renovations, um, style, you pick it. I'm happy to participate. Um, but I think that would work really well. So I think we need to find some sort of concept where that would fly, to be honest. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all that's happening with my television watching. I Then there was another show that I was watching. Oh, I was watching MasterChef the other day. So MasterChef... I'm not a MasterChef watcher, although I do quite like cooking. Personally, I feel as though it's a little bit highbrow for me. I'm not really looking for like a seared tuna on a band of couscous banana. Fuck off. Okay, I'm not doing that. Like, that's just not happening. Like, my steak sandwich is changing lines. It could solve wars. But, like, I'm, I'm absolutely not doing this seared bullshit. It's not happening. So, um, I don't watch it for that purpose. I feel like it, it's gotten a little bit out of hand now, where it's like normal people, but they're not normal people. Like, they're... Michelin star chefs in the waiting and that's not for me so and I'm sure that's better TV because you see the end result and you're like oh my god look at that fuck and then you know it looks like an egg but it tastes like a steak you know it's crazy I can't even imagine Heston Blumenthal is that you um, all that is a little bit too posh for me I don't like it you know what I mean like a zinger combo and I'm just thrilled um, I, I do add cheese though but if the cheese is kind of not worried can we talk about Uber Eats and Menu Log and Deliveroo and whatever the fuck else um, first things first I have, as all of you are fully aware, never had a good relationship with Uber Eats. Uh, I say deliver to door. Uh, they struggle to find my door. They struggle to find my house. They struggle to find my driveway. Okay, I live in a freestanding home. Um, shouldn't be that difficult. Uh, but, you know, it is. So I often, uh, you know, and I refuse. If I say, you know, deliver a door, and I say that as if I've ever chosen, I'll pick it up on the sidewalk, which I have never done because that's absolutely the dumbest thing I've ever had in my life. But if I have selected deliver to door, then you'll be delivering to door. I will not be coming down to the road to assist you. I will not be walking outside to give you directions and to wave you. That's not, that's not a thing, okay? You will deliver to door. Um, what we have done in Australia is that we have created a system where streets have names and houses have numbers, okay? So um, what you need to do is uh, cross-reference the information I've put into the app with the uh, houses and the streets in front of you. So um, step one is open your fucking eyes. Uh, step two is read. Step three is come to my fucking door. Do not call me from the sidewalk. Do not call me from your car, okay? Do not call me when you're on arrival. Do not call me any other time at all. Because the app is designed that I shouldn't have to speak to you ever. You are a non-entity. I don't even want to, you know, my food could be delivered by a pigeon. It could be delivered by an eagle. It could be delivered by a series of ants. It could be, it doesn't matter. 
I don't care who's delivering it, okay? I don't want to know you. Don't call me. Don't have a chat with me. I don't want to know you, okay? Anyway, sorry about that for a moment, but like, it just needed to be said again. But I always have problems with Uber. And yet, on this new COVID situation, where now it's drop at door, you know, don't possibly look at them, don't see them, don't speak to them, don't breathe near them. I've not had a single mistake made. The bag is always left at my door. Nine times out of 10, okay, nine's probably a bit rich. I would say 40% of my deliveries previously were being, someone was at the wrong house. They were knocking next door to my house, which is the dumbest thing ever, but that's what's happening. But now no mistakes have been made with this drop at, so I just think now with the drop at door, they're being forced to have a little bit more careful attention to detail, appropriateness around the job at hand. And I just think like, what the fuck's going on? Why are you doing that all the time? This is the only job. I have this rant all the time, but if this is your job, Take the job, run with the job, nail the job, okay? You're not above the job. At the moment, you're below the job. You can't even do the job. And the job isn't that complicated, I can confirm. Street number home, okay? Not street number add two home. That's not what it is, okay? Stop delivering my food to my neighbors. Anyway, so that's all fine. Um, But now I just feel like people are delivering it and they're getting it right. And I just think that it seems conspiracy adjacent to me. I'm, I'm not liking it. I also don't like they're taking photos of the back. Like, I get why they're doing that. But then they put it on, like, my stair leading up to my house. And I open the door and they're taking a photo. I'm in the back of the photo now. I don't, what do you... I don't, I don't like it. Anyway. Um, so, I, you know, I'm not doing a huge amount of Uber Eats. But I don't really get what's going on. You know, so Uber Eats, I think, has somewhat got it down pat. Deliveroo has its days. Menu log... What the fuck is going on with menu log? Does anyone use menu log? I mean, so just to be clear, I use the different services because certain things are only available on certain services. Menu log. I mean, what's going on over there? Every time I order, it's like four years later, the food turns up. What are they? Ha- is everyone at home? And then you got to call around. Can you pick it up? No. Can you pick it up? No. Is no one on the road? Is no one wait? I don't understand what's happening. It's the most bizarre situation. But every time I seem to order with menu log, it takes forever. Or... It takes 10 minutes. Either the person is immediately at your house or they're never there and you're wondering what's going on. I've had to call menu log on so many occasions to be like, hi, just a quick question. What the fuck is going on? Speaking of what the fuck is going on, let's talk about my electricity bill. I live in a, I don't know, four, five bedroom house. I don't know what the fuck you did. I think it's five bedrooms officially, but I think they're having a bit of a laugh. One of the bedrooms isn't a bedroom and you couldn't live in there. I've turned it into a wardrobe. Um, Anyway, I live in a, largish house I live next door to another largish house which is basically it's very similar to my house so um I don't know if it's like I don't know if they split I'm not sure it's not a duplex so it's, they're two separate they don't share a wall they're two separate houses many years ago I was starting to get some electricity bills that were blowing my fucking mind I was getting them and I was like wow not that many people live here and that's very expensive I do love aircon I sleep with aircon every night okay I don't want to hear about it if someone's coming about the, the environment I, I understand I've no longer drinking plastic bottles at the house or at the office. So I'm doing my bit. I'm trying my hardest. I need the air con. It's too hot here. So I sleep with it on every single night because um, I like to, uh, you know, attain some sort of sub-zero polar bear adjacent temperatures. Um, I just like to snuggle in bed. So anyway, um, I was receiving some bills that were outrageous is the only way to put them. And so that wasn't for me. I was pretty annoyed about that situation. Uh, so we contacted them and we were like, is this right? Could you, you know, tell me a story. Um, 
And they were like, no, no, it's correct. We're like, we think that maybe you should have a think because we don't think that's correct. You need to just come out and have a look. They pretended to come out. You know how they pretend they read your meter, but most of the time they just don't do it. They just guess. That's what they did to us. Anyway, I continued on paying the bill. Cut to four years later. I've lived here for four and a bit years. Four years later, the people next door to me move out, right? They leave the house, which was very upsetting because they were lovely people and the people who have moved in are gypsies. But anyway, they move out. I am currently, I'm at that time in Bali and uh, one evening my family happens to come to my home for something. They walk in and realize that the power is off. So they call me into the power is off. Is there any reason the power would be off? And I was like, no. And I immediately knew. I just, I fucking knew it. Two years earlier I'd had the call. I knew it. And I said, I will bet you all the money in my pocket. And I was in Bali, so I had no money in my pocket. You know, I literally just had tokens for drinks. But all the money in my pocket that they have incorrectly listed my house for the next door neighbor's house and I am paying their motherfucking bill because they've moved out now and they've disconnected their power and yet their lights are still on in their house and mine are not. So livid. So the next day my assistant then starts the fire. I'm arriving back the next day late that night. My assistant then starts calling around, blah, blah, blah. We sort it out. Our power gets turned back on. We then make them, you know, you know, you speak to 15 different departments. Finally, someone, you know, and I don't want to be that person, but like none of the English, English is a first language departments are the ones you speak to. You know, you get onto someone, they don't get it, and they don't get it, and they don't, you know, oh. And you, you know, I mean, you don't want to be that person. You want to sound like a scumbag who's like, could I speak to an English speaking person? Because this is a rather complicated issue. You have mistaken the two homes. You have confused which one is which. We called two years ago and you claimed that we were idiots. So I now need to speak to someone who can fully comprehend the complexity of this nightmare. Um, but you don't want to say that because then you sound like you're a racist, which just isn't the case. Anyway, finally, um, the department that handles um, fuck-ups at Origin Energy clearly then realized um, we need to get involved here. So they then got involved and they were like, oh my lord. Cannot believe it. We'll need to look into this. I don't think you're correct, though. We think you're completely wrong. It must be something completely unrelated to the fact that your power has gone off the exact time that we disconnected next door's power, whose power is still on. So anyway, my power was turned back on, thank God, because I got home that night. And let me tell you, if I had to sleep without aircon, I would have just gone to a hotel. So we then are supposed to receive an email. They confirm that they have in fact messed up, that I have been paying the bill for the house next door to me and next door has been paying my bill. Now, next door was a family of like five people. Um, there was new kids involved, like very young children. So they were home a lot. I'm not home during the middle of the day. Nothing's happening in my house, usually. You know what I mean? I mean, I have people come in and out, cleaners, and you know, sometimes people are here for shoots and stuff. But th there's not a lot happening in my house during the day. And so my power consumption during the day would be near nothing, you know, other than the stuff that's plugged in. Whereas over next door, there's air con, there's all sorts going on. So anyway... Crazy talk. Now, two years prior, as I had just told you, I had contacted the power company and said to them, hi, fuck sticks. I think you're wrong. And they're like, no, Sam, you're not wrong. This is well, shock horror. I'm right. Anyway, at that time, my bill at the time was two and a half thousand dollars for my power for the quarter. Yeah, just over two and a half thousand dollars it was. Next door's bill was something like 1400 So, um, wonderful, uh, virtually double. Um, so, we love that. Thank you very much. So, we were like to Origin once they admitted the fault. Get a calculator or an abacus or a fucking something and calculate how much money I've ever paid. And they're like, oh, we're on to it. 
Weeks and weeks and weeks go by, I get an email. It's like, hi, Sam, your current bill is overdue and due for disconnection. Pay it or you're out. So, of course, I can't speak to them at this stage because if I get on the phone, I'm going to literally burn the origin offices down. So we then confirm, we speak to them, and they're like, we have no record of any of this information. We don't know what you're talking about. We didn't stuff anything up. We are, I've done everything correct. We are the most upstanding Australian company you've ever seen in your life. We are not thieves. We are not robbing you blind. We are not scum of the earth. Um, another hour goes by, and they admit that they are, in fact, scum of the earth. They've been stealing from me, you know, thief in the night. So anyway, we're now waiting on this bill to come through of which they have still not sent a notice to be like, hi, by the way, we owe you thousands of dollars, thousands, four years I've lived here, four years I've paid the next door neighbor's bill. Can you even fathom? One of those bills, there was a $1,400 difference. Imagine, I could be just swimming in money over here. Nothing. Anyway, that's my um, qualm with Origin Energy. You probably don't care about that, but I'm just letting you know because that's really fucking sending me over. Um, anywho, so aside from all of that, that's pretty much everything that's happening in my life at the moment. But, um, and it's pretty droll as you can see. Um, hello. So, um, but yeah, so that was Origin Energy. I'm watching that Too Hot for Netflix show. I've just finished that. Um, we were talking about Uber Eats and whatnot on a menu log. I would like to know from other people, is it like, a, do you think it's like a location thing? Oh, if someone sends, oh, if I order food and then they're like, we're dropping off another order also at the same time. Fuck you. You're not. I'll pay more. What do you want? You tell me. Once I know you've got my food, you can ransom me for anything. Do you know what I mean? You should just call me and be like, I have the Zinger combo with the extra chips because you're not fucking crazy. What would, you, what would you pay to get it now? What would you pay to be first in line? What wouldn't I pay to be first in line is the real question. Do you know what I mean? It's like if Cadbury called and said, hi, what would you pay to be first in line for marble? I know. I can give you my car. Do you want my office? Who on my staff do you like? Do you know what I mean? Like I would be handing things over pretty quick. But I would like to know, people, is, is it just me or is it Menulog just like the poor cousin of this whole debacle? Who is a Menulog driver? Is that a thing? Or is it just like a delivery driver and he's like, oh, he hasn't got any work, so he does Menulog? I don't really get it. Maybe that's why it takes so long because Menulog is just the dregs of all the others and then all the others are busy. Then Menulog's got like, well, we've got no drivers because we just rely on their overflow. You know what I mean? It's like those phone companies, like Amazim, who aren't a real phone company and they just steal everything from Optus. <laughs> Love that. Um, anywho, so that's pretty much everything in my life. There was a couple of questions that I had, but now I can't really go to them because if I'm never away from this app, then, you know, and I only wrote down, anyway, I had a couple that were on the screen before, but now it's on this video thing, so that's not really going to fly. Um, anywho, aside from all of that, uh, what question did I received the other day? I asked a question. Someone asked me who is a mentor to me. It was a big one that I got the other day. I actually had several times over. Um, personally, I don't know if I, have I answered this before. I don't know. I don't really do mentors um, myself. Um, I surround myself with some very successful people and some people who do some great things, but it's not as though I meet with them on a, you know, a quarterly basis, a monthly basis and ask them questions. Um, I just think that you surround yourself and acquire as much knowledge as you can, ask questions, you know, hear answers, discuss things. If I'm in the presence of someone who's, you know, has got a lot of information or, that, or someone that's talking about a topic that I don't know a great deal of information about, it's the quietest I've ever been in my life because I like to absorb as much information as I can. Um, I also have a bad memory, so I'm only really retaining 10% of, the, of that 100. So, you know, you've really got to listen. Um, I had that question today, so that's that one that was quite simple. The other one was um, about how our business is faring during um, COVID. Um, I obviously have a very broad range of business interests. Um, some of those businesses are down, um, you know, considerably. Some of those businesses are doing quite well. Um, it's just sort of a balance of things. But that's kind of why, um, you know, in my career, I've worked hard to try and, you know, have a, have a multitude of, of things. I don't like to have everything in one basket. I like to make sure that... Um, 
I guess I'm spread. I've, I've got a diverse portfolio, if you will, so that um, in situations like this, you can sort of, um, you know, be nimble. I think I said last time, so many people are commenting and being like, oh, you know, I can teach you how to make all this money and all, all this stuff. And like, you should be in a home making plans for these big company, you know, big comeback, you're fine, hustling. And fuck off. No one's sure, 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 sure. You know, sure, there are some people who will be out there and they'll be planning side hustles and whatever else, but I don't, you know, don't put your pressure on yourself to be doing that sort of rubbish. It's ridiculous. What I will say is this, um, when the gates are open, the floodgates are open, when we're allowed back out of our homes, and it's not going to be all at once, it's not going to be like a high by the way, far away now, that's not ever going to be a real thing. But at some stage, uh, we are going to be able to get back to our normal lives or, you know, whatever the new normal is. Um, and people will be going out in droves and they will be spending money. You know, they will be spending money in restaurants, they'll be spending money on hotels, on travel, in retail, in shops, and all of those types of things. And I think that that's really important. I think that if you own an existing business that you probably should be spending some time right now uh, to make sure that you are preparing yourself for your reopening strategy because that's going to be super important. If you're a business that was forcibly closed, you need to be ready to just pick up and run with things as soon as the uh, the restrictions are lifted. That's absolutely for sure um, because that's, yeah, absolutely crucial. Other than that, yeah, that's kind of my scenario. But yeah, continuing, I'm still working across all the businesses. All the businesses are still operating in one way or another. So still doing that, which is fun. Um, not traveling is definitely killing me. I was due in Austria. I was due in Los Angeles. I was due potentially in London. Um, I probably would have snuck Paris in there because hello. Um, and that's pretty wild. But that I'm, I'm not doing any of those things. I mean, obviously, I'm you know thrilled that I'm I'm you know in the position that I'm in. But um, not having been able to do that travel is just uh, you know this year was going to be a big travel year for me, which I was super excited for. Um, but that's not the case now. So we're just rejigging. But um, you know, a lot of people talking about what their post ISO plans will be. I will be on a plane, I think, immediately following isolation. Um, you know, for work purposes, probably anyway. But. I will be getting out and exploring, I think, back out into the old world, taking for granted that I can just jump on a plane any time. Um, so we'll need to repair that immediately, if not sooner. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my ISO situation. There's not really a lot else happening. It's really strange. I think we'll have to do a Q&A episode last, uh, next week because I'm not consuming like enough stuff to really be commenting on a whole bunch of stuff. But what else? I was just thinking about that. What else has been happening in the world? The beaches are back open, so all the fucking dumbasses are out there on the beach again being like just sitting around and then wondering what's going on. It's kind of a six of one, right, with all these people. Oh, the people who are like, oh my God, that's what I'm annoyed by at the moment. This whole app that they want to launch or that they've launched and it helps you track corona or whatever else so like they can work out where maybe you've been and who you've talked to and like what's sort of going on and then there was this whole data discussion of people. You're so fucking dumb, I can't even breathe. If you have got any apps on your phone, Facebook, TikTok, any apps, it's mining your data. So like it's over, the game is done. Google Echelon, it's over anyway. The information that you want to keep private isn't private anymore. It's just not a thing. Things aren't private. You know what I mean? And then you read about like, oh, if you download this app, they'll get all of your, your search history on Google and then they'll have, you know, all of the information about who you're sending text messages to. Oh, no one gives a fuck that you messaged your best friend the other night about something nobody cares about. Nobody cares that you're watching porn. That's not a thing. Do you know, like... Do you think that's information people are going... What do you think they're going to do with that information? No one cares. You're not that interesting. Like if someone got access to what's in my phone, have at it. 
There's nothing of value in there. If you'd like to know that I'm messaging people about Too Hot for Handle should have been 10 to 12 episodes instead of 8, listen to the podcast. It's on there too. Like, people are just, you don't work for the NSA. You don't work for anything important that's like critical information. You'll be fine. Things are okay. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't need it in my life. I was actually going to talk today about, I've forgotten now, false advertising on products. But now I can't remember where I was going to go with that. There was something there. There was a topic there. I'm going to come back to it. But anyway, I was going to talk about false advertising on products. If you know of a product that's sort of not false advertising, like I'm not going to get into like a whole legal thing. But, you know, I, I was reading thing earlier and it's like, you know, they advertise into like 50% less carbs or this or that. But it's actually because the serving size is smaller. It's not actually about the product being any better and stuff like that. There are some products of late and I just can't remember which ones they were because they have the worst memory where they are just making it sound like it's a dream boat and it's just an absolute fraudula georgula. Um, we just made that up. Sheaky deaky, shawdula georgula. Um, fraudula georgula, I should say. Um, section 408C. Anywho, that's the episode for this week. This really went nowhere. Standard. Um, let's do a Q&A episode next time. Let's get into some specific topics next time. You know, um, I think maybe maybe I should have a guest on. I don't know. The guest thing could be wildly too complicated. I don't really know. But maybe I'll do that. But um, anywho, love you all the most for listening as always. You are fabulous. Make sure you've joined the Facebook group because there's all sorts happening in there. Lots of sharing, lots of talking, lots of discussing. Um, That is Literally Nobody Cares on Facebook. And also, I am investing in merch for Literally Nobody Cares. So how you get that is I will be giving it away. So if you have any suggestions on what we should do, hoodies, mugs... Does anyone want a mug? Does anyone use a mug? I'm not really sure about a mug. Personally, I use a beautiful Hermes tea set, but that's just me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not sure about other people. I think that maybe is a mug a thing. I don't work in an office like that, so maybe a mug is a thing, like a shared situation where you like leave your mug and people use it. I don't know. Um, but also, we need to get some sayings on there. So obviously, like, it's a no, Cheryl. It's a no from me. Uh, absolutely not. I'm not really sure. We need some sayings. So please be thinking about that. Please be sending information through, posting in the group, information, information, information. Loving speaking to people in the DMs during ISO life, um, except the creepers who are cheap, um, you know, get in there. No, thank you. Um, but everyone else, happy to have a chat. Thank you all, as always, uh, for listening. Love you the most. I'll see you next week. You have a fabulous time in ISO. And we will talk... Oh, before I go, last week I told you about my steak sandwich. I oh, don't know my omelette. I spoke to you about my truffle eggs, truffle chili eggs. Hello. Um, and someone messaged me and was like, mm, I got a bit bored. Maybe you should put that at the end of the episode. I'm not really sure that was information I wanted. Wasn't it? Oh, okay. Um... Did you think that I gave a flying fuck about that recommendation? Um, And also, why did you message me? Because that information is information that I would rather take, write down on a piece of paper, and send to your house in the form of a grenade. Okay? I don't care about your opinion. Don't listen. But then, don't listen and then send me feedback like that. Like, yeah, I don't really want that recipe. That wasn't really for me. It was like two minutes. I also gave you a truffle chili egg recipe. Not that you know what truffle is. You fucking know, Hopa. Okay, put the trolley back at work. Trolley's back for a living. Okay, I have no time for that shady shit. Anywho, love you all the most. We'll see you next time. 